0: Hey, this is Kevin. I want to invite you to join me and friends around the world for an international live broadcast. At 10 a.m. on Friday, May the 7th, I'm going to be sharing a powerful word from God's word entitled, Get to the Point. I am excited about this message. I can't wait to share it with you. Join us via Facebook Live, YouTube, or Zoom. Go to kevinwhite.us for full details. I'll see you there.
1: Get ready to celebrate God's call to go. Here's your weekly dose of heartwarming encouragement for the missionary and all of us. Welcome to Missions Change My Life. Now here's your host, Pastor
0: Kevin. Good morning. Welcome to Missions Changed My Life. We have Courtney here co-hosting. How are you?
1: Hello, I'm good. How are you, Kevin? Yeah,
0: we are recording this on your birthday. Happy birthday, Courtney.
1: Thank you. Woo-hoo!
0: We have a special guest to help celebrate your birthday. <laughs> We're celebrating her trip. Latrice is on the line. How are you?
2: Great. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here. Latrice is a mom of three and a working career professional. She is a dental hygienist. She's an Instagram superstar in her own right. <laughs> in that she has a few videos out there teaching dental hygiene. Courtney actually learned a fun fact about what to do if your teeth fall off. What were you telling oh, yeah, me before the show? That
1: you put it in milk.
0: <laughs> yeah, she learned that from your video, Latrice.
2: Well, from her, <laughs> that's yeah, great. From her post.
0: From your from your post. So, Latrice, welcome to the show. <laughs> we're so glad. So, you went to India in 2015.
2: I did. At yeah. the time, I was only a mother of one kid. So Can you believe how time changes, changes
0: then. Yeah. yeah, a lot of changes. <laughs> Justin has fond memory of your trip because it was after that that your husband started sending gifts over to India for Justin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he was funny. very, very grateful for that, even though one of the gifts exploded in a luggage on the way over to India. <laughs> but, oh, no. Yeah, but, but he got he got the other two, so he was gr- he was glad <laughs> for that. So, Courtney, let's meet Latrice here all about her trip to India. Take it away.
1: Yeah, let's dive on in and let's get to know your story about how God has worked in your life. Where did you go and what did you do?
2: I went to Hyderabad, India. This was an all-women's trip, so we, six of us, came to actually see you, Courtney, Mm -hmm. while you were working with children in Hyderabad, and we decided to put on some like kids camp thing, sort of like a vacation Bible school
1: speed edition. Yeah, I remember that week, the, the walls went from pretty bare to being filled with artwork, and it was beautiful. You guys, the crafts were prepared for all ages. You guys were a fun team to host. What was your, Yeah, was a funny story from your trip?
2: Six of us women, all coming from different kinds of backgrounds and stuff like that. So the group of women I was with, were funny in their own right. Mm -hmm. But I think (laughs) the funniest thing to me was having Justin there, who being the, other than Kevin, being the only kind of guy put in this group full of women, (laughs) (laughs) um, to me was very funny. And it's, you know, we've got most of us being kind of mama bears Mm -hmm. to, to Justin. (laughs) During our trip, we had an opportunity to do a blind dinner. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how else to describe it. We were put into a blackout room and served dinner Mm -hmm. when you can't even see your hand in front of your face. So that was pretty funny and entertaining and A cool lesson, you know, after, after the dinner's over, our waiter tells us that he's blind and I'm like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. how are you serving me dinner and you can't see anything? I definitely can't see to put a fork in my mouth. (laughs) Right. I was amazed and just, I mean, the whole experience was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, because the whole time I remember I was there, he's he's telling you, OK, this plate is now in front of you. OK, your drink is in front of your right hand. Like he's giving you specific instructions. And then to find out that he knew all of that and probably just had memorized the placing. Exactly. was just phenomenal. And it really gives you grace and compassion for people with disabilities. Um, just exactly. that you had no idea how much you take it for granted. Yeah, I. that's a good memory to share. I'm glad that I got to remember that. What was your biggest adjustment in going to <laughs> yeah. India if there's just yeah. one? Well,
2: a couple things. The first one, so this was a, the first mission trip I had taken out of the country. I've gone on short-term mission trips within my state or Even outside of the state, but never outside of the country. So that was a big adjustment in itself, doing so with a one year old at home. Yeah. So
1: I remember um, you were, there was some anxiety in that that we prayed over. And even that other members of your team were sharing in just of India is so far away. Um, But you got, you were brave. You were brave. And the husband did a great job.
2: It was, it was. A huge adjustment mm-hmm. just to to make the decision to go in the first place. Because, you know, I, I said, well, at the end of the day, if God is really telling me to do this, then he's going to make a way. He's going to make it a financial way. He's going to make it a family way. I'm going to feel at ease with this. I will tell you, as soon as I made that decision to say yes, I was getting phone calls from strangers telling me hey I heard you're going on this mission trip we'd like to help I'm like I don't know you how did you even hear this and so like the financial part God was like check Mm -hmm. Um, the family part my grandmother and my aunt called me and was like hey if you're gonna be gone for 10 days or whatever we're gonna come to your house and stay and make sure Emory is taken care of you don't have to worry about that so check check. there's that. And then the whole anxiety part about leaving her, I won't say that I did not think of her the whole time I was there. Obviously, I thought of her the whole time I was there. But just the assurance that I felt as soon as I hit the airport Mm -hmm. was only one that I know God could give because I did not worry the entire time I was away.
1: Wow, just a um, supernatural piece. Exactly.
2: But yeah. but back to your question, I think the biggest transition for me was definitely leaving my comforts, my creature comforts mm-hmm. and coming to a country that many of those comforts weren't necessarily going to be available.
1: Yeah that that's a big one the the one thing that i used to tell team members that especially that i had to learn was they're humans and they exist they wash yeah. their hair they figure <laughs> out how to wash their clothes and we'll just have to adjust but yeah comfort's a big one and and you guys yeah. you guys did well for being a team of Of women, like you said, many had not, I don't think any of you guys had gone to India as far as I remember, but not going, you know, anywhere to that extent. You guys, you, you tried you would not have known that you guys were newbies in India. Uh, So that was awesome. (laughs) Well, it was helpful having a group of mama bears (laughs) doing, doing ministry
2: for children, because though I'm sure. Most of us who had children missed our kids. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, all the love that I have my, for my kid that I can't love on right now. Here are all these children eager to have us to love on them. So yeah, that was pretty,
1: pretty good switch off. Right. And you guys did such a good job, which was why you were there, was to love on kids that don't have mama bears. It was a fun week, and I know the kids got a lot just I remember them asking for weeks after you guys left when you're coming (laughs) back Uh, and I wish now we could go back I'm sure many of us would be ready to go visit but so now that you now that you've been back it's been what almost six years wow holy moly Mm -hmm. how has God used missions to change your life
2: in many ways and I was kind of thinking about this with my husband my husband recently before the whole COVID shutdown he went to Malawi, Africa. Mm -hmm. And we were discussing his trip and kind of comparing what he did while he was in Africa to my trip to India and just in general the feeling of being sent, the hardness of being a missionary in itself. I I can't imagine being on a long term mission. We had a discussion with some missionaries that our small group is involved with Mm -hmm. just about putting your yes on the table, relinquishing your, your comforts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And truly making a decision that, you know, is based upon your faith that God has you and that God is sending you to do this. What do we want to teach our children about missionaries and being a missionary in themselves? Mm -hmm. Now, My husband's Black, I'm biracial. Growing up, my education on missionaries and stuff like that, and I I would say the same for him. My husband grew up in the church as well. His parents are both ministers. But in the Black church, missionaries, being a missionary outside of your country is just not really seen. We think of missionaries or being in missions from a black church perspective as being, you know, within the community. And I'm not saying that's not a calling that God Mm -hmm. doesn't provide and obviously provides people for, but we want to kind of stretch that view for our kids and say, you know, people who look like you and me are called by God to go to other countries and to other people and to other cultures and spread the, uh, the word of God. You know, and I think that's Mm -hmm. important for other cultures to see too, to see men and women of different races and different nationalities spreading the gospel of God because we don't want people to have this image that God is only saving white evangelicals, that He's saving you as an Indian person Mm -hmm. away from the U.S., that God is calling you as an African in Malawi mm-hmm. to spread the gospel of God. We want to reach all ends of the world. So all parts of the world need to be represented. So yeah. I think that's what my my mission trip really has, has kind of awakened in me. And, you know, not only just sharing the gospel to my children, but, having that prayer that they are wanting to go to the ends of the world and share the
0: gospel as well. I just have to butt in here and say, amen.
1: Yeah. That's powerful. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. And what an answer to prayer because I've grieved over other nationalities before because way too often we think of God as, as the white man's God and that is not God. Yes. Yes. We have nothing to contest about salvation coming to the Caucasians, praise God, but let's let salvation and missions go to every race, every nationality on the planet. God created all people in his image. And so uh, you're one of my, you and Ricky are one of, or two of my heroes that you would not only hear the call to go, but actually put boots to the ground and go like, like both of you have demonstrated.
1: Thank you, Kevin. That means a lot. And I think you're right. Representation matters, even in the relatability. You know, if in India there there's there's racism. And so I'm sure right. they there's many women that probably could relate more with you than they could with me. Or they may just see me as a white missionary, whereas you could really have a, a deep conversation just because. There, are, you know, our walls down just like in America, too. And so I think that's exactly. an important thing of where you go. You know, God's already there's a reason that you go and super powerful. Thank you, yes. Latrice.
0: All of a sudden, unexpectedly, God started blessing our family. We just kept building. God multiplies. It's
2: a miracle that God provided us many times when we needed it the most.
1: What's your generosity story? Check out some heartwarming stories at generosityofgod.com and share your story. You'll find amazing stories. He said, hey, this is for you, and asked me to take what uh, was in his hands. It was exactly 10,000 rupees. I was so overwhelmed and uh, shocked by
0: God's goodness. As she did that, Paige went on out to her vehicle, loaded it in the trunk of her car, and she said, hey,
1: God, what now? Miraculous stories by ordinary people just like you. Go to generosityofgod.com and share your story today.
0: How do you swallow an elephant? Well, the answer is one bite at a time. Hi, I'm Kevin White, and I'm inviting you to subscribe to Generously Blessed, my free one-minute motivation series. In Romans 12, verse two, God says we are transformed as we change our minds. When you subscribe to Generously Blessed, I will send you a personal email Monday through Friday and coach you day by day into a life generously blessed by God. Go to KevinWhite.us and subscribe now. It will be one minute a day you'll not regret. I guarantee it. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your friends and family for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with Audacious Generosity. Get your copy today.
1: How would you describe that mission trip to India in one word?
2: Awesome. I will say awesome. And I say that because I was struck. Mm. Just, you know, you go on a mission trip thinking that you are the one that's going to be provided proclaiming the gospel. But there wasn't a single day or an, or a thing that we did that I didn't feel like God was talking to me. Mm-hmm. One of the first things we did when we arrived to India was attend a church service there. So here I am thinking, okay, here I am coming to India because I'm coming to share the gospel. And the first thing basically that happens once we get there is I'm hearing the gospel mm-hmm. and I'm hearing the gospel saying and preached by Indian individuals who their their worship service i still talk about their worship service and saying hey we need to start worshiping like india (laughs) so i i think that was awesome and only only could god cause that much awe you know Mm -hmm. and also giving me a little bite of humility so mm-hmm. if I could give a second word, even though you said only one word, of it would be you can. humility. Mm-hmm. I would say so awesome and humility. Yeah.
0: That's what a, a great one. combination.
1: Right. And it sounds like even just from the prep, from the time that you put your yes on the table and that took humility, you know, there was a lot of exactly. stake, but that God showed up in ways that only he can. And like you said, the word struck is a good one that. Yeah. You can only say it as God struck that situation, the financials, the family, everything. How has your mission trip experience changed your everyday life?
2: During our trip, we're given the opportunity to visit women who were part of the John Center and who were being educated in different trades that were necessary in India so that they could make their own money, so that they could... Be independent providers for their their own self and not, you know, not reliant on a family or a patriarch or something like that. Because you think of India as being a small country filled with people. So women, unfortunately, aren't thought of as the value Mm -hmm. makers or the value givers. Seeing John Center actually provide a way for women to be of value to their family or a value to their community was yeah. pretty awesome in itself when i returned from india i was asked to be a part of women's discipleship mm. at my church here i said yes right away i thought that my place in ministry was with kids and kids Ministry, And I still do a lot with kids ministry. I love mm-hmm. kids. I started to feel a calling more towards women's discipleship and wanting mm-hmm. to teach women to know the Bible, to teach women to know their worth as they're seen through God's eyes. And mm-hmm. not just, you know, we're not just called to just do children's ministry and children's church. We're called to know the Bible ourselves mm-hmm. and to also be disciples. And I mm-hmm. think that my my calling towards women's discipleship really started because of my trip to India.
1: Wow. So many times we think of missions as us going to plant a seed that God will, you know, later sprout, but God's planted a seed in you, when you went to India. Exactly. That's amazing. And you're, and so you're still seeing it come to fruition now. And that's, that's incredible just to not even know before you went to India, that women's ministry would be something that you would, explore.
2: <laughs> it, right. And that's the thing, you know, like I said before, I went on this this mission trip thinking I am the minister. <laughs> mm. And coming back being overwhelmed with the amount that God had taught me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's I can relate to that feeling for sure. Yeah, I mean, just you keep It's hard to it's hard to put into words what to prepare for on a mission trip to India, but if you could tell someone, if someone comes up to you and says, Latrice, I'm just thinking about going on a short-term mission trip, what would you tell them?
2: To not expect to be the one that's delivering, you know, and Mm -hmm. not to expect to even see that you're delivering something to someone.
1: That's powerful. Like
2: we just, I I don't think your expectation in going on a mission trip is that you're going to be saving someone. Mm -hmm or saving a people or saving a person, even your idea of going to India or anywhere for that matter on a mission, it should just merely be that God is using you Mm -hmm. in some way. And maybe he's using you in India to, to provide a service or to, to teach something or, but I wouldn't even go there. Even if I knew I was going to India with the specific purpose of building a well, I wouldn't have that mindset. I would have the mindset of I'm going to India and God's going to be doing something. Mm -hmm. And I'm just a cog.
0: I love that. What a beautiful illustration. Well, I just affirm how God mightily used your... Your team. Yeah. It was a huge risk and sacrifice for a group of moms to go over, mm-hmm. say goodbye to their loved ones, in order to minister to to God's children who were fatherless and motherless. Mm-hmm. And what a powerful demonstration of the gospel! You know, we we read John three sixteen for God so loved that He sent His one and only Son. It's it's hard to really appreciate that until you are a parent, and now you're being sent by God. And, exactly. now, and and you see the sacrifice that our father God made in giving up his only son for the salvation of our sins. What kind of response to that do, are we going to have other than go and do likewise? Like Mary said, may it be to me as you have said, I love your two words, awesome and humility. It's like God is so awesome. And the only response is that that is going to humble us. And I'm so exactly. glad that yeah. that you that you you experience that. Would you pray that over our audience as we uh, conclude the show? I would love for everyone in the audience to just hold out their hands before the Lord and just really let him show you his awesomeness in some tangible way and already agree, as Latrice is praying, that your response is going to be humility. And that might be a short-term mission trip. We're actually offering virtual mission teams now at Global Hope India, but whether it's through Global Hope India or not, I really want God to answer Latrice's prayer that everyone in the audience would just really experience his awesomeness. Mm -hmm. Will you pray for us?
2: Yes. Dear Lord, we are just so thankful for you and for your presence in our lives that you know all things and that just having the ability to be called by you is 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 awesome in itself, Lord, that you would call us moms, you would call us dads, people who we feel like our day-to-day jobs is just in the the mundane, that you would call our mundane life to do something greater for your kingdom's purpose, Lord, and that I'm thankful for that awesomeness. I'm thankful for calling me, for calling my family, Lord, for giving us humility to see that our ways aren't perfect, that we can learn from the ways of others that you are using people all over this planet to do your will. Lord, I pray for those who are on the fence on whether or not they have anything they could add to your mission. It's not about us adding to your mission. It's about us relinquishing ourselves and saying yes, so that you can use us. So I pray that you give us that humility to be able to see the grandness of of your your kingdom lord yes. um we pray all of this in jesus name thank you father amen amen
0: amen, amen. Wow. amen. well atrice god bless you give ricky a big high five for us Hug, well, hug your hug kids. You thank you yeah, so much.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Aww. Aww, precious. Hey, Emery, Jude, and Harper. This episode is complete, so head over to globalhopeindia.org for show notes, resources, and opportunities to go to India through GHI. Continue to be radically transformed by God as you live out the Great Commission, and we'll see you again next week here at Missions Change My Life.